in this <laughs> live episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about Vampires Never Say Die by Zoraida Cordova and Natalie C. Parker. It's just me by myself because Claire's not here yet. It's fine. <laughs> oh, hey, there she is. Hi. Hi. <laughs> You're real. <laughs> Sam. We are actually in the same place. And it's amazing. <laughs> so what we're talking about today? Uh, we are talking about, you know, young adult and new adult books, series, authors, and voice actors that is full of spoilers. Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire. <laughs> And today we are talking about the short story Vampires Never Say Die by Zorida Cordova and Natalie C. Parker. Aww, yay. I can't believe it. I know! It's so exciting! It's real! (laughs) Standard disclaimer. If you haven't read this story, please remember that Fictional Hangover is all about spoilers. If you haven't read or listened and don't want to be spoiled, stop listening to us. No, don't do that. No, no just keep watching. Just yes. keep watching because we're going to spoil it for you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to, I guess, pretend that you read it. I don't know. I don't know. Just keep watching. Shut up, Amanda. It's fine. Everybody knows by now. If they don't know by now. If they don't know the standard disclaimer by now. This is episode 251. I mean, come on. No, 252. 252. Yeah. Oh, I lost a week. Well, it's because we did Nine Liars like eight months ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So do we have anyone watching? Do we have anybody who's joined in with us? Or is it just us? Annie! Oh, no, look, Annie! We're together! Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we keep poking each other. We do. Just to make sure it's real. It is real. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) We were really worried because nobody seemed to pick up on the fact that we were in the same place all day today. (laughs) We have put many, many Many, clues clues. in nearly all of our posts the past month. Yeah. Yeah. And blogs and hints and yeah. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> but it's real. It's real. And it's amazing. It is. How if if you're a member of our Patreon and if you've watched our video and the way I pointedly looked at the camera and went, You're in London <laughs> Cause guess what folks? She is. I am in London. I've been here for a week. I've been here for hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm on my vacation surprise. <laughs> Secrets. <laughs> Secrets. 
Oh, man. Do we have any background information for the actual book that we're talking about? We do. We do. I read an interview on the nerddaily.com with Zoraida and Natalie, and they, let's see, the interview was by Mimi Kohler, and she says, the two of you also got to collaborate on one of the short stories in the anthology, Vampires Never Say Die, which is what we're talking about today. There it is. Um, and so she asked, how did the process of writing this story together look like? That's not a real sentence. It should be what? What did it look like? Um, Zoraida said, we love Brittany and Theolinda so much. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Our process was very seamless. We let the idea of this ancient vampire and baby vamp brewing for a little while. All we needed was the right entryway into the story of these two friends. And they were friends on the internet and it's the best. <laughs> it's like... It's like it was planned. But she goes on to say, we wrote an outline and then alternated between the characters. Their voices flowed so naturally it was eerie. Mm. Just like how eerie the story was Witch. for us. Witch. But it was so refreshing to be able to write about an eternal friendship. It certainly puts a meaning to best friends forever. an emotion there. Do you lie down? I might. I mean, it is 11 o'clock at night. It is. How do you do this every week? <laughs> Grit and determination. You're a powerful person. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. We've had a few comments. Should we do them before we look at the Yeah, summary? yeah. What are our comments? It's, it's actually quite insane. Currently, Brie shouting at us. You are in the same place all day today. Yes, we have <laughs> yeah. video and photographs we've taken. And we're desperate to show. And we, we can really now. We, we can. can, finally. I can finally can. share my vacation with other friends. <laughs> Not just me. No, it's fine. Oh, Coral. She's crying for us being together. Oh, yay. Oh. And Constance is shook. She, she's probably like she probably is she probably is Constance grab a cat you might need the comfort yeah aww like any internet friends oh bless Bree this is truly a testament to my obliviousness and your ninja skills or both <laughs> I don't know we were pretty obvious especially in the last blog post have you figured out our secret yet nope it's fine it's fine it's fine we have been tickling ourselves literally for the last month I know and then the picture we posted today literally has both of our hands in it it was taken on this very bed oh it's fine oh Coral wants to know where we are we are in London England we are in GMT zone time zone you're my yeah. time zone now, i know baby. and it's weird it's weird i'm not gonna lie yeah there's yous flying everywhere and all the words there are so many yous and i've had a poor british accent all week long <laughs> less said about that it's fine <laughs> drew come on heat magazine that's such an old callback it's like literally 20 years old there's an advert for heat magazine where you go to london to buy heat magazine oh do i'm loving the callback do they still do heat 
I don't know. We can. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just looking. I'm just looking at all the comments and all the gasps and all the caps locks. <laughs> it's kind of fantastic. I'm loving this right now. <laughs> Me too. Me too. It's amazing. Oh, should we do a summary? Yeah, we should. So I have to look slightly over here into the side, you know, to read the summary because spoiler alert we read them we read it word for word off the screen (laughs) we don't just come up with a top of our heads i mean there may have been that one time (laughs) that was not a good time Brittany Nicolette Fontaine is the vampire premier, the most powerful vampire of New York City. But being an elder immortal is a lonely life. So she starts an Instagram account with only one actual kind of selfie, but lots of cityscapes she tags as selfies. She has three people in her DMs. One, Imogen, another much younger vampire who is more hip to the social media scene. Two, Brad, a creeper who is certain he is her soulmate, but he is definitely not her soulmate. And three, Theolinda, Theo, a human teenager who actually seems to care about Brittany and who has become her internet best friend. (laughs) They've never met in real life, though it seems Theo is planning to change that by hosting a party. But Brittany... Prob's not going to make it. No. 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 I was going to send you a text on the train this morning. (laughs) Like, never mind. Can't make it. (laughs) (laughs) Not after I've put through with those bloody train strikes I'm getting here. (laughs) Anywho. Theo has planned the best ever hashtag Vamstagram party in a crumbling old basement bar in New York. As she's putting the final touches on, adding battery tea lights to the precariously dangling chandelier and spreading plastic fangs out on the tables, bless her heart at this point. She tried real hard. She really did. (laughs) Imogen comes over to check on her. Theo is glad that Imogen got her invitation, even if she looks and acts like one of those bitchiest people Theo's ever met. Theo doesn't have a lot of friends, just one really in real life, but now she's got Brittany and she's planned a surprise vampire-themed birthday party. Amazing. Oh, just for her. Theo messages Brittany because she's not there yet and more people start to arrive, expecting to see Brittany. The guests are all pale and gorgeous, with sharp teeth and flasks of blood. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hmm. Maybe Britney's vampire comments on Instagram were real. (laughs) Britney, with a feeling of unease or hunger not hunger and fantastic eyeliner and very black lipstick, walks the streets of New York, thinking of all her petty crocs, her little fangs. How fantastic is it that that's what she calls her little baby vampires? I know, but at the same time, I thought crocs is in those... Shoes? No! No! Not Crocs, the ugly shoes! Practical shoes for people who need to be on the feet. But they're really ugly. They're really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brittany doesn't have a lot of rules for her tiny baby ugly shoes. Really? Only just to not make any more tiny baby ugly <laughs> shoes? Nobody needs tiny baby ugly shoes in this world. Or, you know, to make more vampires. That's not allowed. Don't do that. 
<laughs> don't wear Crocs while doing it. Don't. Oh, how embarrassing would that be? If you if you say <laughs> wore Crocs. Oh. oh. That's not a good look. I feel like this needs to be a would you rather. I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Annie. She thought Crocs shoes too. Okay. Vindicate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back to the summary. Oh. Not talking about ugly, ugly ugly shoes anymore. Britney's sire, if you can really call him that, was a terrible man, so Britney has only turned people with extreme thought and care. She turned women who were made to feel weak or useless and gave them the strength they deserved. As she walks, she hears a woman struggling. The woman is able to wrench herself away from her attacker, but Britney then lures him seductively into an alley. She's probably not wearing Crocs. CB. Brittany commands that he not make a sound as she drinks from him quenching the hunger not hunger and tells him to stop being such an entitled brute (laughs) then she gets a message from Theo on her phone so did I mention this is a surprise party and all your friends are here feels important to say that lol Oh, no. Did Theo somehow gather all the vampires in New York for a party? How does a teenager do that? I don't know. It's impressive. And that's a skill that I want. Oh. Because she did. <laughs> she did it. That's exactly what she, she did. She did it. Theo panics a little in the bathroom, but pulls herself together and returns to the bloodthirsty party guests. I totally got um, Club Nadia vibes at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. Mm, uh-huh. Yeah. For sure. They all demand to know where Brittany is and seem to be angry with her. But Theo has no idea. (laughs) The only thing she knows is that she's got to get out of there. Theo runs across the top of the bat. That's supposed to be bar. She runs on the bar. She can't spell. (laughs) Top of the bar, jumping over the drained human bartender and almost makes it to the exit, but someone grabs her ankle and she falls. As the vampires close in, the door opens and Brittany is there and hisses, <laughs> Imogen pulls a dagger from somewhere up her short skirt and attacks. We all know where. Yeah, you can't tell me she didn't have that dagger cooched. Horse purse. <laughs> Horse purse. Theo throws Brittany a hammer and she and Imogen have what looks like a choreographed fight. Someone shouts to grab Theo but she doesn't want to leave Brittany behind. Brittany swings across the room with from the rickety chandelier to rescue Theo uh, but then the chandelier falls. Oh no, the precarious chandelier with the battery powered chandelier. No. no. Brittany catches Theo and holds her as she bleeds out from being pierced by the rickety chandelier. Damn you, chandelier! Cannot trust chandeliers <laughs> at all. Theo says, with not much life left, that it's nice to meet Brittany and that she wants to be turned. Oh. Brittany says she can't do it because there are rules about not siring any new vampires. Rules that she herself made. What are her rules, though? Yeah, break them, bitch. <laughs> Brittany can't let Theo die, and while Imogen and the rest of the vampires gather around, waiting, Brittany growls at them and then bites into Theo's neck. Ah. A few months later, Theo is still dying very 
slowly. But she's staying with Brittany in her penthouse with a literal movie theatre inside. Sounds like heaven. Theo is becoming a vampire and will have to convince her parents that she's going to take night classes in college and hide the fact that she no longer casts a reflection and deal with the fact that she's still struggling with drinking blood. Brittany once told Theo that she was lonely, but not anymore. They sit together on a couch, matching glittery filled tumblers and hands, <laughs> and watch a vampire movie that may or may not be Twilight. It was totally Twilight. It's completely Twilight. <laughs> totally watch Twilight. Theo misses popcorn and butter and sunlight, but at least she's got her best friend at her side forever. <laughs> good story it is it's a really good story it was perfect for us it was it was let's let everybody absorb it shall we yes oh yay absorb <laughs> it while also reading that scroll and we can do a dance we could do the dance we did today With no music. <laughs> We've got mute. You've got this theme music. We could have Do put we that on. Play that again. Okay. Don't worry. Especially because I did it by myself you the first time. Because you were in the toilet. I really wasn't. <laughs> Let's not make that lie truth. gone claire wasn't really using the toilet everyone that was a lie <laughs> oh bless drew still shock <laughs> hmm. so do you have any standout moments just number one how absolutely perfect this story was i remember when we were talking about it we we probably went through about three four plus yeah. stories listening to different things and this sounds good this sounds good this sounds good and then I remember you, you messaged me and went we have to do this story from this anthology and I was like I have that anthology at home I haven't read this anthology yet but oh my goodness and I remember listening to just that story on the way into work and was like oh my god it's perfect oh my god guys you have to read that story if you haven't well, we just told them all about it. I know, it's still fun. It is still fun. There's lots of fun details that we kind of left out. Mm. Plus, we've had nice support from the authors as well. Yes. We, uh, Zoraida, like, shared our Would You Rather and and liked and shared our monthly post, right? Yeah. we have all of our titles. And then um, I maybe sent her a message explaining how perfect <laughs> this story was for us. Because it is literally our life. And she was like, oh, that's so great. Except for one thing. What? Vampire filter. We don't have one. Right. Can we get a vampire filter? Do we know that there's a vampire I filter? I don't know. We need a vampire filter. We do. We have our fangs, though. Does that count? No, I'm a bit red-faced. It's hot in here. It is, but you look nice and pale. Oh, I am I, I, pale. I don't know if I go on the right light. This is what I look like in real life. Don't you know? It's true. I, I know now. <laughs> oh. 
I wish we did have a vampire filter. We're going to have to look up a vampire We're filter. We're going to have to find a vampire filter. But, you know, StreamYard doesn't really have any filters. No. So. Also, what is a vampire filter? I don't know. Like, in this case, I guess it kind of just made Brittany disappear a little bit because her selfie, her only actual selfie was, like, a re- like a reflection of a reflection or something. Because she doesn't cast a reflection. No. Maybe it's just kind of watery and not really but there. The myth, the mythology behind a vampire not casting a reflection is because mirrors used to be backed with silver. Right. They're not backed with silver anymore. No. So unless it was like a sil- there was a silver mirror involved in a non and or an alternative reflective surface like water, would that work? I don't know. I think I might be thinking of the science a bit too I much. I think you might be thinking too much about it. Because also I'm pretty sure that the picture that she shared was like out of a window. And I don't think there's any silver involved in her window. I think it's just a reflection. Yeah. Of a reflection. Of a reflection? She had a third layer in there somehow. During twilight. Yes. And there's some glitter involved. Oh yeah, it's always glitter involved. <laughs> Um, so, um, I think that my favorite part of the story was after Theo realizes that she's in a basement full of vampires, which was perfect, but then when Brittany shows up and they have their fight, oh. uh, Brittany and Imogen have their fight, and she catches the hammer, <laughs> like, that's amazing. It was so cinematic. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see it. And also, I love her perfect eyeliner and her dark lipstick choices. <sighs> Woman after our own heart. I know. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I did like when she's putting the party together and just putting the little battery-powered tea lights out and the little plastic fangs. And all the vampires like, oh, isn't that cute? Isn't that sweet? And she's like... These guys are jerks. No, the vampires and they're gonna yeah. eat you. Yeah, I like that one put the plastic fangs in and like started laughing and spit them out because that's what happens when you put those big chompers in. Oh, they're awful, aren't they? They are, they are the worst. They are. How they are allowed to be sold, I do not know. I don't I'm, know. I'm convinced they're a chalking hazard. <laughs> they just make me gag. Yeah, but they're only the tiny as well because usually they have the bottom set too. Yeah, and it's like. We should have gotten some. No. And put them on top of our actual things. No. <laughs> no. Nobody needs that in their lives. No. Nobody needs that. Um, does anybody else have a favorite part that they want to share with us and we can read it out? See, Brie agrees that they would cut into your gums. They're so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's true. Some of them glow in the dark, which is kind of fun. Yes, except for the when you get the packs that glow in the dark, they're like green or pink or yellow. And then that's just weird. Yeah. It's like a weird yellow color that's a bit suspicious and you yeah. have to be like, hmm. Yeah, it can mm. be a for brush your teeth. No. No. I was going to say urine colored. Oh. Yeah. I didn't go there. I went there. I didn't go there. It happened. You already went there. I did it. Well, I've been in the bathroom. Yeah, you were already there. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh. The lies have been perpetuated. 
Uh, Constance says, see you on Britney watching Twilight was fantastic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Of course. With her glittery mugs full of blood. And Annie has said, my gel manicure is white, but the end of each nail looks as though it was dipped in blood. Ooh, I like that. That's a... My nails, my nails just like that. We were comparing them today and how bitten they all are. Yes, when we were holding... When we were holding our dolls, figuring out which hand we wanted to hold them with. <laughs> and I had to go with this hand because it's, everyone would recognize this hand with all of all of this and nobody. Nobody. I can't believe nobody picked up on any of the I know. clues. I know. Thy liars is literally in London. <laughs> Released on the week. She's in London. Yes. I literally say, you are in London. <laughs> it's fine. But then we backtracked over it. And it was like in this... We we had to try and save it a little bit. trip to London. We did have to save it a little bit. Yeah, we did. Because we were getting case. too... Too much. Yeah, it was too real. We couldn't give it away that much. You put your oyster cards on the I, I put my passport and my oyster cards in the picture. I know. I know. Nobody said anything. It's fine. It's fine. We work really hard putting those episode images together 97% of the time. We do. And to be fair, ordering oyster cards for an episode image is not something we wouldn't do. Right. I guess they could have thought it was yours. But those are American passports. Yeah, but since Brexit, the UK passports are blue now, so... Yeah. Oh, well. It's fine. Nobody knows. I, I'm looking forward to everybody going back and seeing all of the... Yes. Can that be a standout moment? Yeah, why the heck not? <laughs> People going back and seeing the clues that have been left, the little yeah. crumbs and trails yeah. and tibbets. The big one was because we've had to pre-record a lot of the episodes this month. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? You know what, friends? In our group chat, I'm a little bit sad that nobody has asked me about my vacation this week. <laughs> you guys don't care about me at all. Oh, I have. But, I <laughs> but you're here. I don't count. You're right here. <laughs> Actual contact. <laughs> hmm. Who is your favorite character? Let's get back on track a little bit. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend Theo for her naivety but her heart was completely in the right place she was a good friend trying to do something for another friend and it kind of backfired a little bit but it didn't at the same time because she got turned to a vampire so you know jealous oh yeah that's kind of amazing oh no 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 what just seeing a comment off annie you said it was a secret oh annie you were the only one there and you were drunk And we respect your privacy. No, we don't. No. We're the nauseous bunch of people on the thread. Thank you, Annie. Thanks for trying to make me feel better anyway. (laughs) I love you, Annie. So much. She was literally the only one who got close because she was the only one who asked. Yeah. And I was like, it's a secret. Your face. I thought you were going to just fill the bit. I almost did. I almost was just like gonna message you, Claire. Should I tell Annie because she's the only one who came to book club this week? I was looking at you through the computer screen, going, "Don't you say don't. a word! Don't you say a word! Don't! Don't!" 
Anywho. Anyway, um, my favorite character is Brittany, obviously, because of her love of too much eyeliner and dark, dark lipstick. And the fact that she's a vampire. And the fact that she's a vampire. Yeah. No one should really question that. No. It's like if it's like if we have a would you rather question that has vampire in it. Yeah, vampire, obviously. Obviously. Hmm. 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 Were there any surprises? What were what was everybody thinking? Like everybody who showed up at the party and they were all mad at Brittany, like she's making completely realistic rules. And, like, so what if she breaks him when she wants to? She's the most powerful vampire. She can do whatever the fuck she wants to do. She's badass. Yes, I agree. She caught a hammer in midair and swung out a chandelier. I think she's well within her rights to create a new vampire because everybody else was being a jerk. If you're being a jerk, you get the consequences. The consequences is she gets to create a new vampire. Also, she's the leader. Why not? Exactly. My rules, you will be. My yeah. rules, do I have to? Wait, I'll just kill you. What exactly? I'll just catch a hammer in midair and smash you with it. Because mm. sometimes a bitch has got to take a hammer to the head. Sometimes a bitch needs to get slapped. Sometimes you gotta slap a bitch. It sounds so much better when you say it that way. Exactly. And Bree is right. If you're old and assertive, you do require a lot of haters. Yes, I agree with your surprise, but also... Vampire filter. <laughs> oh, it would just tickle me. Oh, that vampire filter, that's so cool. I wonder why I can't find it. And why is it not there? Where is it? Do I have to download? Is there an update I haven't done? Is it because she's on Android and I'm on iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> is it because she's an actual vampire? <laughs> I don't know. I'll put these plastic fangs out. <laughs> Oh, oh, but when she drinks the guy's blood, he's like, is this BYOB? And she's like, what do you mean? Whoa! <laughs> she doesn't go to the bathroom and eat Altoids. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, how would you feel about unknowingly drinking blood from somebody else's flask? I would not appreciate it because <sighs> it's unhygienic. Yeah, I probably wouldn't drink... From a random stranger's flask. No. No. But at the same time, even if it was somebody I knew who gave me the flask, I would have to ask questions. Yeah. What is this? Whose is this? Has it been tested? Why am I drinking it and not donating it to a blood bank? I don't think a blood bank wants a flask full of used blood. No, but why have you got it and not a blood bank? Have you robbed a blood bank? Oh, I see. Or have you robbed a person of their blood? Yes. Yes. Is a person just a blood bank? Yes. Or a blood bag. Yes. Flesh sack. Meat sack. Skeleton waiting to happen. <laughs> yes. Skeleton waiting to happen. What? Is it time to play Would You Rather? I think it probably is. Uh. Oh, sound effects. Pew, 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 pew. We asked 
on social media. Would you rather be an immortal or get to choose immortal life yourself? On Facebook, 64% said they would rather choose. On Instagram, 88% that said they'd rather choose. On Twitter, 79% said they'd rather choose. And TikTok, 71% said they'd rather choose. I think it's a very interesting and I th- statistic. Yeah. And we'll probably get into it and we'll discuss our reasons. We do have quite a few comments and mm, some, some of it kind of starts to allude to it. So Cody on Facebook said, I'd rather choose it and be an adult forever rather than a child like the little girl in Interview with a Vampire. Well, you're not a little girl, Cody. No. As far as I am aware. But also she got turned. She wasn't born. Mm-hmm. She got turned as a child. Yeah. But this is you. Right. So I'm assuming Cordy is not a little girl and will become... No. Kirsten Dunst. I don't... I don't know if I would mind becoming Kirsten Dunst. 12-year-old Kirsten Dunst? Nah. No. No. No, I, no. I don't want to be turned into a child. No. Yeah. Colin on Facebook said, Choose. Ain't nobody gonna be telling me if I'm immortal or not. In fact, I'm deciding right now that I'm immortal. It's going well so far. I think I'm functionally immortal given that cheese apparently is... Yes, cheese grants immortality. Yes. Yeah. Fiona on Facebook said, Has nobody picked born? Just shows we like to pick our own choices. Just fair. Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Any on Facebook says, Choose not born because... (laughs) (laughs) Shudders at the thought. Oh. Of Renesme. <laughs> Which, to be fair, when we were discussing this would you rather and the images to use, the first immortal that came to mind was Renesme, and I'm disgusted with myself. So I would li- like to confess that. Yeah. No, Blade. Go with Blade. Go with Blade. Always go with Blade. Go, always go with Blade over Renesbot. <laughs> oh. You know, you can't complain. You want that I thing want in your house. I want that doll. I do. Sick and raw. I want it. Not coming to your house then. Brie on Facebook said, You know what, with this one, I'd rather be raised with immortality so I know how to deal with it from a young age. Gives me a better chance of survival within the mortal creature society if I'm trained in it early while I'm more elastic. Oh, I like that. Mm. That's a lot of thought. I always love Brie's responses. She, she puts does. a lot of thought into them. She really does. Yeah. Oh, Constance. My body, my choice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cindy on Facebook said, even though it sounds like a no-brainer, I would think everything in your life would have to be considered to make that choice. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, Glim Glam Jen on Instagram said, born an immortal because I'd never choose that for myself. Endless peopling is not her thing. Well, I can completely agree with that. I feel like I'm pretty sure that Glim Glam Jen, if she got to choose to be some sort of, you know, mythological creature, she would be a werewolf, I think, if she got to choose. But you see, that's opening it up to a whole kettle of mythological creatures. Yeah. Because people will pick mermaids and... Bigfoot. (laughs) Listen, it's half past 11 at night. I've been awake since 5am. 
I'm not functioning. <laughs> I like that it was just mermaids, and then both of us, extreme silence, dead eyes, or Bigfoot. <laughs> thank you thank you okay what are you doing what are you choosing you see i really like Bree's reasoning on this that if you're born into a mortality you know how to deal with it from a young age you're born into that society yeah it's like anything you know you do not get to choose the color of your hair the color of your eyes yeah you don't get to choose you know who you love in this world yeah you're born into it that you are naturally born that way so there's not a massive leap to say that you've been born into a immortality. Mm. I get the option of choosing. Yeah. But that's because you've lived X amount of years as a human. Mm-hmm. And if you can be born into an is immortal, but then grow up properly, you're not stuck at a certain age. Or rapidly grow to full maturity in eight months. <laughs> as long seven as seven years, seven years, I think is yeah. Twilight. As long as it's not dodgy, and that's face that as is dodgy. As long as you don't have to marry a baby. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can mature, if you can get into your majority, into your maturity, at a normal human pace, or slower, you're immortal. You want to be a baby for an extra long time? No. But it doesn't matter if one human year is two immortal years to you. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but you're a baby for a long time. But you're also You'll living. you be going through puberty for twice as long. But, but it would be, it could be gentler. It's not the whole boom, hormones. Mm. You know, you're waking up one day and going, yes, you are now menstruating. And you'll <laughs> be doing that for the rest of your life. <laughs> Hello. And every everybody is allowed to cry at that point. Yeah. Because face it, you're immortal. You have the entirety of existence in front of you. Yeah. I'm so I'm gonna go with born mortality. And that's purely based on the fact that you don't know any other existence. I, th- I kind of think like um, Vampire Academy. Yeah. You know, you just born are. a vampire. You're born a vampire. You yeah. are just are. But it's then what do you do with that life yeah. that defines it? Unless you turn Strigoi. But that's what you And then you're a super powerful life. badass vampire. I'm seeing nothing wrong. I'd go Strigoi. We know this. I would go Strigoi too. Except for then you lose your magic powers. <laughs> so that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, because you're Strigoi. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of being born an immortal too but not the way you were saying it okay i don't want to i don't want to be a child for twice as long even though i am 12 on the inside it's an option i'm not saying it's the way it's gonna go but it is an option as long as you're not doing a renesme maturity that's what that's it yeah don't do a renesme it's bad it's bad although i wouldn't mind being turned vampire i mean if it's gonna happen you know I feel like we've done a lot of research. We know a lot about vampires. I think we would be okay with it. We would be ready. Yeah. We would be ready for it to happen. Yeah. I think it depends. Does it, can it depend what kind of vampire? I don't want to be like a scabby Nosferatu. Yeah. Who has to go and live in the sewers or something. 
I don't want to live in the sewers. No. 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 You want to be like the, the charming one that can waft with capes. Yes. I have to wear a cape. Yeah. And stand behind bushes and say, see me. Yes. And wear really cool sunglasses. Dracula? Was he born an immortal or was he created? I can't remember. I don't remember a siring. I feel like he's just always existed. Yeah. Oh. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. Do we have any um, responses? Did anyone say anything? Breathe in precisely and you can choose to be Strigoi. And let's be real, if I'm born into this, we all know what I'm going to be. <laughs> Renesmee. Mm-hmm. And Constance says, you are our vampire mommy. Oh. Does that fill you with terror? Can I have some pocket money, please, mommy? Thank you. Thank you. If that's the way I have, I have children... I'd rather have immortal children, I guess. Children of the night. Children. Yes. Children of the night. Okay. Coral says you do get to live in a nice castle. I would live in a castle, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Is it scary? Can be. You live there. So, yes. The answer is yes. With a cape. Wafting around. Yes. The answer is yes. Children of the night. How long would you be a vampire stereotype before you're like, geez, I just need to kind of give this a rest? <laughs> yeah, I gotta stop. <laughs> and then slump away like the ladies in Dracula Dead and loving it. Oh my god. Like <laughs> wafting and going, oh. and he's like, Can give it a rest, and they slump off. That's me. I do that all the time. That's my current state of being. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, next question. Would you rather have the perfect lipstick or the perfect eyeliner? I'm going to go with lipstick because I can do with eyeliner okay. So I have a basis there. Mm -hmm. Whereas lipsticks, I struggle to find ones that I like. But I do like an eye. Oh, oh, I don't want to change my answer. Both. Both. The answer is both. Look at your cheek. This is a hard question. This is a hard question. Yeah, because... I mean, we love both of those things. Yeah. Well, Candace wants a lipstick. It's good. Yeah. Constance, perfect eyeliner, please, for the love of God. <laughs> good answer. Annie, I'm good with lipstick. Suck at eyeliner. Why lipstick when gloss exists? Because gloss can be sticky. Three. Mm, yeah. Mm. Oh. Oh. Oh, you never have to worry about it getting on your teeth, Candace says. I'm genuinely thinking, genuinely stumped on this one. Because if I pick a perfect eyeliner, then my eyeliner is always perfect and yeah. you never have to worry about it. Yeah. Or go, oh, I 
can't get the wing in there. Well, like this one is up here, up here and the other this one's, one's smeary. I already know my answer. I would choose the perfect eyeliner because I want to change my lipstick all the time. Oh. I change my lipstick in real life every day to match my outfit. If you have a perfect eyeliner, it doesn't just have to be a line, though. It could be any kind of drama. Yeah. It could be anything you want it to be because it's perfect. And what's perfect for you might not be perfect for me. I'm going to go with eyeliner. No, I'm, gonna, I've ch I'm changing my answer. Eyeliner. The hunt for lipstick continues. Eyeliner is perfect. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Okay, I like it. <laughs> what have we got? Anybody else adding? Brie, I'm all about the eyeliner. I want the artistic lines. Would draw nothing but webs and stars and swirls and wings and everything like Ooh, it. Yes. Constance agrees. But you can do lip dra gem drama though. Mm. Just changing your answer. Mm -hmm. See, I mean, you got your perfect eyeliner. You do whatever you want with your lipstick. Exactly. Bring back masks and then we don't have to worry about it. Oh. Which kind of mask? Or both swap between <laughs> it's a good answer which doctor yes so you don't have to worry about the lipstick but you can still have pretty good eyeliner yeah yeah you've got your plague mask on yeah, yeah. I think it's perfect yeah we'll do with that yeah it's perfect <laughs> next question would you rather go to a vampire themed party or watch vampire movies both the vampire party has vampire movies playing in the background. Damn. That's a good answer. If it's if it's my vampire party, <laughs> there would be vampire movies playing. Yes. And it would probably be Twilight. <laughs> you could have Twilight in one room and mm -hmm. you could have like Dracula in another. Yeah. Yeah. And then Vampire Academy in another. Yeah. Dead and Loving It in another. Oh, that's a good room. That would be a and good then one. You, it's on repeat as well, so yeah. you can, if you want, just do a entire movie fest. Yeah, yeah. Or you could go to the social room, the kitchen. Mm hmm. Yes. Where you have blood and vampire themed treats. Red jelly. Yes. Red velvet cake. Yes. Vats of blood. Sure. Bloody Marys. Oh no, I hate those. They're awful. I like them. Really? I like tomato juice. Um, I just, I do you just, have it with a celery stick as well? I don't mind it. What's a Tabasco? No Tabasco. I, look, I just let me drink tomato juice. I had tomato juice on the plane here, and like Jacob thought it was funny because I just drank tomato juice. And they came around with their little cart asking what do I want to drink. Tomato juice? I mean, it's not It weird. was good. I'm not judging. I My expression shows that I am. But I'm genuinely not. I like if, you want, if you want to have tomato juice, it's because I kind of think tomato juice is essentially passata and it's like, I can make a bolognese sauce with that. <laughs> is it just... You just or are you just drinking a can of tomato soup? No. It's no. less thick than that. 
to water down tomato soup. Yes. <laughs> it's delicious. Shut up, everyone. <laughs> Stop judging me. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. I have no notes on your response. Your answer is perfect. It's no the perfect notes. response. <laughs> Brie is having a vampire movie-themed sleepover. Love it. Yes! Constance both. You can't just put both. You have to put justification. Yeah, you have to have a reason for it. Yes. Oh, and vampire mommy's holding the party. Brie wants to get OG Dracula and Hammer films in another wing. Yes, because we'll have it in the castle, obviously. Yeah. Red jello shots from Constance. Bobbing for eyeballs. I mean, are the real eyeballs? Because they would pop. Eye jelly freaks me out. Like the concept of it. Yeah. Just... You can get actual eyeball spoons, you know. My friend who's a nurse told me. Oh, it's a spoon eyeballs? Yeah, fake eyeballs. Oh. But yeah. Mm. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, bobbing for eyeballs in blood. So I'm guessing, guessing brain does mean real eyeballs. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you are a vampire, then sure. But if you're not a vampire, that's a little... I'm a little worried. Does it have, like, the string, the optic nerve string? Probably. Attached. It's more artful that way. I feel like I need more detail. Coral just thinks it's a great party. Annie says himself has says hello. Hello himself. Hi. <laughs> well, we've got movies that I will play. Dracula Dead and Loving It. And I'm going to throw Blade in there for shits and giggles. Sure. I remember seeing Blade far too young. I say far too young, but my mum took me and my brother to the cinema and I was not the right age. Mm. But, you know, I was accompanied by your parents, so it was fine. fine. It was fine. She didn't particularly like it because she doesn't like knives and stuff. We might have missold it, me and my brother. To... You, yeah. You might have missold Did, it. Ha, it's called Blade. You don't necessarily need to do research. <laughs> Oh, and he's going to G Twilight. Fair. Fair. Bobbing for candy eyeballs in tomato juice. Brie has changed. Ew, no. Not candy in tomato juice. That's... What about cherry tomatoes in tomato juice? The cherry tomatoes are decorated to look like eyeballs. Yeah, okay. I could do that. Yeah? All tomatoes all the time. (laughs) It's fine. It's good. We'll do that. I would do it. I would do that. I would 100% do that. I know you would. <laughs> I know you like tomatoes. I do. Scary amount. I do. Tomatoes. Bye. Bye. Oh, we're having marinara sauce as well. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. I'm, yeah. I'm moving on because now I'm starting to get hungry and it's nearly midnight. Yeah, yeah, it's too late for that. Next, would you rather? Would you rather... <laughs> Epically catch a hammer or epically swing on a chandelier? You see, if I'm swinging on a chandelier, I feel like I've got to be dressed like a pirate. It feels like that would be more appropriate than for vampire. So I'm going to say epically catch the hammer, like almost Thor style, mm. and then I'm going to Melonia you in your face. Okay. I could be a pirate, vampire pirate. Swing from a chandelier, but that's a different yeah, story. Yeah, that's you're adding more to the story than than exists in this short story. Exactly. 
That's um, a second. That's a sequel. <laughs> yes, they are all pirates for some reason. It's the same story, but everybody's pirates. Instead. Six months later, pirate theme party. Yes, it's fine. Um. Annie says she's going to be swinging up from a chandelier screaming, I'm Britney, bitches. Oh, yeah, so, okay. That yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I like that. Bree's going to epically catch a hammer. The chandelier would inevitably fall the instant she swung from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It is and a rickety it, one. And then it falls on your best friend and then they die and then you have to turn them into a vampire. And then you're their vampire mum as well. So it kind of like blurs the lines in the relationship a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. Again, thinking too much into this. What's your answer? I'm going to catch a hammer. Fair enough. Yeah, epically. Epically catch a hammer. Take the hero knee. Yes, you have to do a superhero landing. Yeah. Or, but would you, you would do a superhero landing if you epically swung on the chandelier too. That's true. Epically swing on the chandelier and catch the hammer and bring it down on someone's skull and you land in a superhero pose. There's not a better answer than that. No notes. I have no notes. <laughs> so we have to move on to the next one. This is the worst question. <laughs> Would you rather meet your online best friend in real life or a vampire in real life? Because we're sitting in the same room right now? <laughs> then... I am going to meet a vampire in real life. Yeah. But if we weren't sitting in the same room right now, it would, I don't, it would not be okay to answer this question any other way. No. I'd be like, are you a vampire and shall we meet? Yes. Good poor. Mm. Yeah. Brie, online BFF, because obviously they're a vampire. Constance, online besties, hands down. I feel like it's a little bit of an unfair question as well. Yeah. But it happened in the story. Exactly. They wrote it, not us. No, it's not our responsibility. It was, no, it's Damn. not our fault. We can't be held responsible. Oh, candy depends on if it's a hungry vampire or not. Could be instant death. Or it could be immortality. It could be instant immortality. <laughs> Oh, and he says, we are going to go to Jane Austen houses and have tea. And she's already met you, so... Oh, so I'm not invited. It's fine. I don't want to go to that. No. We had afternoon tea today. We did! On a double-decker bus! <laughs> it was amazing! It was so ridiculous! <laughs> it was fantastic! <laughs> we rocked out to techno music. <laughs> Just so wrong. It was so weird, their playlist was weird. <laughs> it started out with like, you know, kind of romancy pop music, and then by the end it was bon- Hanson, Hanson and bon-, bon Jovi and techno. And techno. It was weird, but it was fun. It was ridiculous. I loved every second of it. And I got to have tea. We we got to bed. I was on the table. We did. <laughs> we did. Oh, ask us how later. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was the last one. That was the last question. That was the last question. Now we got to move on to favorite final thought quote. Oh. 
There were so many good ones in the short, sh- short, short story. Short, short story. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I can handle this. Okay. Can I, though? Mmm. Claire, we're going from the story. Oh. It was. Oh, it was. It's normally me who gets in trouble for that. <laughs> Especially the past few weeks. I know. <laughs> oh, how about this one? It's hard to explain to some people that I met one of my best friends on the internet. I can't say anymore. My best friend on the internet who I've never met in real life. I can't say that anymore. I I can't say that anymore. It's weird. It's going to ruin everything. What do I say? What do I say? I don't know. Do you say, the friendship we've built together is gossamer in the wind, a lovely dream I have enjoyed for far too long already? It sounds a little pretentious. So yes. So yes. 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 I'm wafting. (laughs) Yes, wafting. Dramatically. And swinging on chandeliers. Swinging on chandeliers and then taking selfie and going, it's my vampire filter, lol. Oh, I have my best friend forever, and that's a promise made in blood. So many good quotes from this story. How is it possible that the girl I've never met before in my life feels as close to me as my own sister? That's amazing. Surprise, question mark? (laughs) (laughs) We'll end on this one, because it's got nothing to do with anything that we've talked about. Maybe, just maybe. I'm in the centre of a basement full of vampires. I'm not, I'm on the fourth floor of a hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you liked this, try this. I have a sound effect for that one, but I don't have a sound effect for uh, new. New in Indie Spotlight. I don't have have that one. Read all the rest. Read all the rest. Yes, it is an anthology. There are lots of lovely stories. I'm going to highlight two, though, that I really enjoyed. Which two? The Boy and the Bell by Heidi Hellig. Oh, that was a good one. Burial Traditions. I'm not going to tell you anything else. You have to listen to the book. And A Guidebook to the Newly Sired Desi Vampire by Sam Rui Ahmed. And that was spot on funny. That one was fantastic. It was so satirical. It was brilliant. I really, really liked The Boys from Blood River by Rebecca Roanhorse. Mm. That one was... That was excellent. That was fantastic. That was such a a, twist. Yeah. And it had a creepy song on a jukebox. Like, yes, please. (gasps) That was was so good. That was so good. Yeah, that was... That was my favorite one. Oh, but First Kill by um, V.E. Schwab was also good. Yeah. Yeah. They're all good. That's Netflix on oh, Netflix as well. Yeah. Oh, we have to do watch, watch through. We should. Yes. They're all good. Read all of them. Yes, highly recommend. Yeah, right here. And each story as well has the editors give you a little bit of insight, a little bit of background, their own thoughts. Not much. It's just a just tiny a little, little bit, a tiny little thing at the yeah, end. Yeah, but it really helps, like, differentiate this anthology from other anthologies. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. So good. So But do we have a new and indie spotlight? Yes, we do. And 
surprising no one, it's also by Zoraida Cordova and Natalie C. Parker. It's another one of these, but it's Mermaids. Oh, look at this. Mermaids Never Drown, and it's coming out September 26th. So the summary from Goodreads is uh, a Vietnamese mermaid caught between two worlds, a siren who, wow, that just moved everything. Everything on the screen just moved. It's fine. A Vietnamese mermaid caught between two worlds, a siren who falls for Poseidon's son, a boy secretly pining for the mer boy who saved him years ago, a storm that brings humans and mermaids together, generations of family secrets and pain. Find all these stories and more in this gripping new collection that will reel you in from the very first page. Welcome to an ocean of hurt, fear, confusion, rage, hope, humor, discovery, and love in its many forms. It's difficult to fight, like hide me out when I'm writing. No, I can't just ignore you. you can't just I can't. Put your hand up. I can't. It doesn't work this time. Wah. It doesn't work this time. Wah. Oh, wow. What are we reading next time? On a Sunbeam. On a Sunbeam. Oh, yeah, that's a graphic novel, yeah? Yes. It is. That's what's coming next. Because next month's theme is summer boarding school. So read a book set in a boarding school. You get extra points, fictitious points, if there's murder. Right. We always prefer there to be murder. Yes. Yes. And we're covering a couple of graphic novels next month. We're very excited. Yeah. 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 So, um, oh, that's by Tilly Walden. So I should just say the thing like I normally say at the end of every single episode. Go on, say it. Because if I don't, it will be weird. But now you're looking at me. That's it for this <laughs> live and in person. Did everyone see our shirts, by the way? Yes. Fictional Hangover, live and in person. Oh, yay. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire. (laughs) In real life! In real life! (laughs) In the same room. Join us next time as we discuss On a Sunbeam by Tilly Walden. Look out for our Would You Rather polls on social media. Don't forget about our book club and monthly challenges on Facebook. Be sure to visit our shop on Redbubble at fictionalhangover.redbubble.com for all your favorite fictional hangover themed merchandise. And become a patron of ours on Patreon at patreon.com slash fictionalhangover. Remember, sorry, until next time, remember, the only cure for a fictional hangover is another book with your best friend in real life oh yay and you want to come and discuss it with us yeah yeah you have to do that you have to do that and now i have to play the song there it is You can find us at fictionalhangover.com. Follow us on Instagram at fictionalhangover. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash fictionalhangover. And on Twitter at fictionalhangover. No ER. And no. on threads. ER. And on threads. We're on threads. We're also on TikTok. Oh, yeah. yeah. At fictionalhangover. Yeah. And if you like this episode, check out others. 
be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And if you can please like this video and share it, that would be absolutely that amazing. That would be amazing. Just go to Facebook, go to Patreon, go to Instagram, Find follow us. us everywhere. Find us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thank Thanks you. for joining us. Yes. In real life. Yeah. Kinda. I'm going to give a special shout out to our Vampire Book Club peeps as well. Yeah. Who really, you know, took the hint to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Without really knowing why. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thank Thanks you. for showing up. <laughs> really. Oh my God. Press that button. Yeah. Gladly. Yay, bye. bye.